Hola mi gente. The moment you've been waiting for is finally here. My brand new book, Financially Lit, is officially out. And I can't wait for you to get your copy. Inside this book, I'm bringing you culturally relevant and relatable personal finance advice that will allow you to finally feel seen, heard, and understood. Whether it's the guilt you feel from being the first person to make it while members of your family are still struggling, or the way that financial trauma manifests itself in negative and limiting beliefs around money, Financially Lit is here to guide you through it all. Just a few years ago, it was almost impossible to find personal finance books written for first-generation wealth-building Latinas. We have been forced to navigate the complicated world of money with a bunch of money books written by old white dudes who don't understand what it's like for us first-gen kids. But that stops right here, right now. Inside Financially Lit, you will learn how to set boundaries with your familia, with your dinero, create and pass on generational wealth, diversify and increase your income, protect yourself from financial abuse, navigate the complicated relationship between amor and dinero, invest like a white dude or better, and so much more. You can get your hard copy and audiobook version of Financially Lit at financiallylitbook.com and make sure to join our email list so you can find out when I'm stopping in a city near you for the Financially Lit book tour. See you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I believe that if you can change your mindset to a more positive mindset, that you can achieve many more goals. You know, writing those goals out and then shifting your way of thinking instead of saying, oh my God, I'm so broke. How am I going to, you know, I don't have any money to pay this bill. You could say, okay, what can I do with the skills and talents that I have to pay this bill? You're listening to Yo Quiero Dinero, a personal finance podcast for the modern Latina. I'm your host, Janice Torres Rodriguez personal finance expert, speaker, writer, and business coach. I teach women of color how to build wealth and gain financial independence through side hustles and investing. On this show, we're serving up POC-friendly personal finance knowledge, always with a side of sass. We're talking about how to make dinero, how to keep it, and how to make it grow. If you're ready to become poderosa with your dinero, you've come to the right place. Hola, mi gente. Welcome back to another episode of Yo Quiero Dinero, the podcast. This is your host, Janice, and today's episode is going to be about one of my favorite topics of all time. You guys know I love me a good side hustle, and we're going to be talking to a side hustle queen, Latasha Peterson of Arts and Budgets. Latasha has a blog. She is a side hustle coach and an overall amazing and inspiring woman that I can't wait for you to meet. In this episode, Latasha shares how her love of the arts became the fuel to create her side hustle, which is now her main hustle. And she's sharing tips and tricks to get you motivated to start your side hustle today. So if you are ready to start a side hustle, this episode is the one for you. Before we hop into today's conversation, I want to remind you to follow us on social. If you're loving this podcast and you want more community, you want to find out more about our events and all the stuff that we have going on behind the scenes, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, 
and everywhere else you love to hang out on the internet. If you're loving this podcast, please take a moment to leave us a review if you listen to us on Apple. It's the easiest way to share our podcast with people that you know and love, and it helps us get discovered by amazing listeners like you. So take a moment, leave us a review, share us with your friends and family, subscribe so that you never miss an episode, and make sure to check out our blog, YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com, where you can sign up for our email list and you'll never miss an episode. Plus, you get exclusive invitations to our live events, special discounts for our digital courses, and as always, our best personal finance tips and advice to help you be poderosa with your dinero. Thanks for listening. Now, let's get into the episode. Latasha, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. It's so great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So why don't you start off with introducing yourself? My name is Latasha, and I am founder of the blog Arts in Budget, which is, and now, my side hustle. Um, I turned it into a business. Um, the blog actually is a hub of resources for individuals who are looking to make extra money and turn their side hustle into a profitable business. And I started this in 2016 after me and my husband had our first child, and I wanted to stay home. But I needed some ways to make some money. You know, I was just, you know, I just left teaching and I'm like, I need to find ways to make extra money. So I created Arts and Budgets. Amazing. Uh, you are a girl after my own heart. Like, you know, I love a good side hustle. So yes, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate when anybody is talking about this because it's so important. I think especially like as women, we need to understand the potential of side hustles to do exactly what you wanted to do, right? To free up time, to gain that flexibility and to just get away from this idea that we just need to be stuck like doing a nine to five to, to make money because there's so many options out there. So many options. You are so right. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. So we're going to get into your whole side hustle story, but before we get into that, I would love to know kind of like what your relationship was like with money and what you learned about it growing up. Wow. So when I was growing up, I grew up in a house where debt was seen as normal. It was seen as a way to get bill collectors not to call you. Um, it was a way to live your best life. So when I was growing up and when I was entering college, the first thing I ran to was debt. Oh, I could pay for college with debt. I can live off some of the debt too. So it was like a no brainer for me, but I had no idea what an emergency fund was. I had no idea how to manage money, how to budget. I had no idea that I could pick up a side hustle, turn it into a profitable business, you know, and make money and build wealth and generational wealth. I knew none of that um, when I entered college um, and after I graduated. You know, it wasn't until um, a few years after I graduated, I'm like, okay, this doesn't feel right, you know, but literally I grew up in a house where debt was seen as normal and a way to cover up more and more debt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like a lot of our listeners can definitely relate to that story. So you are not alone in that. Okay. So were side hustles the kind of, um, the tool that you thought about, or you saw as a way of getting rid of debt? You know what? After I graduated, I went to grad school and I graduated grad school and I have always just loved, you know, doing my own thing. And I have a background in theater and music. And the majority of the question, well, the questions I used to get would be, how do I make extra money while, you know, doing this theater show? How do I make extra money while I'm doing acting? And I would always be like the go-to person for people to find side hustles. I've always had a love of, you know, doing like, 
quick side hustles such as focus groups, brand ambassador. I was a substitute teacher for a few years. Um, and everybody would come to me and say, okay, how can I add income? Because a lot of the people that I knew were also in the performing arts. But the mm-hmm. only thing about the performing arts is that sometimes it doesn't always pay the bills. I know that's and, right. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? And, and so I developed like this huge love, this huge love for helping individuals find ways to make extra money, you know, even if they have a nine to five, even if they don't have a nine to five, but you know, finding ways that they can make extra money while trying to do and grow what they really love. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. So let's talk more about your first venture into side hustles. Like you said you were doing like focus groups, brand ambassadorship. When did you actually start like charging for your services? What did that look like? Okay. So I started to actually do um, like brand ambassador work and focus groups. I'm going to say when I'm soon after I left my, my, my mom's house, it was about 20, about 26 or something like that. And I got my own place. So I'm like, okay, let me find extra ways to make extra money. Because at that time I was teaching. Um, Soon after that, um, me and my husband, uh, we connected again because I've been knowing him for about 20 years and he does music. So he's a very, you know, knowledgeable and, you know, loves side hustles too. Um, but I actually started to develop my blog, um, in 2016. And this was after we were married and this was when I was pregnant. And I was like, you know what? I see like all these bloggers. It was like a big boom of bloggers. And I'm like, I see like these bloggers and I really want to do this. I have a love for writing. You know, I always have loved to write and create video content because I have like a performance um, arts background. So I've always loved that. And I decided to create arts and budgets, but it wasn't for that full year. I didn't make any money (laughs) at all. Like, Like I was trying to figure stuff out. Like I'm like, how are they making all this money each month? What is going on? Like, you know, I'm like, what? So it took like a year and a half for me to actually start making money. I got accepted into uh, Mediavine. I started uh, to learn how to, um, you know, grow my traffic. I use Pinterest a lot. And Pinterest is a great short-term strategy um, to grow traffic. Um, And then um, after that, I got a business coach last year. And she covered everything about how to start a coaching program, how to, you know, have like develop like your own, you know, coaching programs. And that's when I finally really started to really charge for my services as a side hustle coach. Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. And you know what I love that you mentioned the fact that you were not making money initially. And I think it's so important to highlight that that is a reality for bloggers like We get into this initially just because we're passionate about sharing information about a topic and it really does take like consistency and a key strategy and really understanding like who your audience is and how you're going to serve them to then be able to have that direction that's going to then lead to something that you can monetize. So I love that. Congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Because yeah, it definitely takes time. And last month was like my biggest um, income for my business. So it definitely does take some, some time, but it is so doable. It cause you like, we can totally achieve, achieve it. Yeah. You know, you can create the life that you want. You do not have to stay in debt. You do not have to be a slave to debt. You can get out of debt and push forward and make your, make the life that you've always wanted possible. And that's what I am driven by. Absolutely. So tell me more about your side hustle coaching, kind of what inspired you to pursue that and get away from like being behind the scenes as a blogger? Yes. So I've always loved like 
talking and being around people. Like I, that's like one of my favorite thing. I love doing like video content and which I want to start doing more this year, but I've always been like kind of hidden. And I'm like, I really honestly like to connect with people. Like I love that. Um, so after I, um, joined, uh, my business coach, um, her program, that love for coaching and helping other people just like blossomed. Yeah. It was just like, really high. So I'm like, I really want to help people learn how to make money with their blogs, learn how to, um, you know, turn their blogs or their, you know, video content, um, into something that's, um, there that they will be able to monetize. And that's when the love of that kind of just blossomed out. I love it. And so how do you help your clients start their side hustles? Oh, that's a great question. So we, when I have the coaching, I've had a coaching program. I started a coaching program in November and that went really, really good. So we covered how to start a side hustle, how to pick like the perfect side hustle, how to actually monetize a side hustle through affiliate marketing, you know, monetizing with ads, selling digital and physical products, because people don't really realize that there are so many different ways that you can actually monetize with a blog or just video content or, you know, blog content within itself. There's so many different components that you can do to grow a blog as a side hustle. It's so true. And I think when we're starting off as bloggers, we really don't even understand like what the possibilities are. And you kind of just like, you learn, you try some things, you see what works and you just keep kind of um, extending your reach, right? Because like you said, you can do things like affiliate marketing and display ads and digital products and coaching and like all of these things are a direct result of you finding what you're passionate about and then finding a way to monetize it. That's it. Finding what you're passionate about and monetizing it. That is it. And I feel like a lot of people feel like they have to do everything, but you don't. <laughs> you know, I need to do all of this. I need to do this. No, you don't. Narrow down your niche as much as possible. Find out who you're talking to. Find out who your audience is and talk directly to them and help them solve their pain points and their problems. And that's how you can monetize what you have and stay consistent. And even when it's hard, don't give up. If you didn't make money this month, guess what? We got next month you know, to try to push this thing through, figure out what doesn't work and what does work and go from there. Absolutely. That's excellent advice. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online store shop phase to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, 
your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dinero, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dinero now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dinero. Okay, so I'm curious if you've had the same experience as me as a blogger and a side hustler. You don't see a lot of women of color doing this. So it can feel like <laughs> this is really like a perfect scenario for imposter syndrome and feeling like who the hell am I to be like doing this stuff, talking about this stuff. And I'm wondering if you've struggled with that, especially as you've put yourself out there as a coach. Absolutely. Um, just like you said, there are not a lot of women of color. Like when I entered the blogging world, I don't think I knew of any other women of color that were actually doing the blog thing at all. And I definitely have struggled with that comparing and saying, should I even be doing this? Because who's going to come to me thinking that like the first year, like really, can, can I really do this? But it wasn't until I actually figured out like, yeah, we're needed. Everybody is needed in every, you know, because we all have different things that we're good at. We all have a unique story. We all have different things that we can bring to the table. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah, that's excellent. Okay. So what are some lessons that you've learned about yourself in this entrepreneurial journey? That's a good question too. (laughs) (laughs) I've learned that I don't have to do everything by myself. I feel like um, when I first started out, I tried to be everything, everything. And there were some things I just wasn't good at, (laughs) you know, and it it was okay to reach out and, you know, you know, get like a proofreader on my team and, you know, and things like that. So definitely figuring out what I was good at and what I wasn't good at. And additionally, shifting my mindset to a more of a positive mindset. I believe that if you can change your mindset to a more positive mindset, that you can achieve many more goals, you know, writing those goals out and then shifting your way of thinking instead of saying, oh my God, I'm so broke. How am I going to, you know, I don't have any money to pay this bill. You could say, okay, what can I do with the skills and talents that I have to pay this bill? Mm-hmm. So yeah. shifting my mindset was huge. Yeah. It it all starts there. I really do believe that, especially for our communities. Like we have to believe that we're capable of this stuff because we really most often don't have an example to, to look back at and say like, oh, okay. Like I'm following this person's example because we're, we're the first ones doing this stuff. Right. I, I always get this question from my own clients. Like when is the right time or when did you know that it was time to hire help? When I was burnt out. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good sign. (laughs) Right. So, so I, now I, I currently have three little boys four four years old and under. God bless you. (laughs) (laughs) So I cannot do all of this by myself at all. But you know what? The first year when, when I had my first son, um, I was trying to do everything by myself, but it was like, as soon as I got pregnant with my second son, I said, no, I can't, I can't do this all. I need help. I need help in areas where I'm not the strongest. I need help. (laughs) I need somebody to come in and like, you know, help me take on this load as it gets more and, you know, more and more each month. I need some help with this load. (laughs) And so how did you actually go about finding help? Because that's a question I get a lot too. Oh, yeah. So I looked 
on like different Facebook groups, like for virtual assistants, that's a great place to find like virtual assistants work. Or if you're looking for like proofreaders, Fiverr was also a good, I actually found a really good proofreader on there who has been so excellent. Um, so Fiverr sometimes, you know, look at the reviews and see how the person is. Um, Facebook groups have been amazing. Um, some of the courses that I've taken, they have had uh, Facebook groups and I was able to connect with other writers and, you know, proofreaders and social media managers and things of that nature to help assist me in a lot of different ways. Excellent. Yep. That's a great resource. Okay. So I imagine that you encounter people who are like, I want to start a side hustle, but I'm not good at anything. How do you respond to that? I always tell them, yes, you are. <laughs> Write down these skills and talents. What do people come to you for advice for? Think, Really think about it. What do people come to you for help with? It's something so simple as that with like starting, you know, with brainstorming, what could I actually do for a side hustle? It's really about what are you so good at that people will come to you and say, hey, can you help me edit this paper? Hey, can you help me, you know, figure out this graphic design? You know, those are the things that people should tap into. What are you good at that you love doing that people ask you about on a daily basis? Mm hmm. Yeah, that's excellent. So I'm wondering besides that, like what might be some limiting beliefs that you hear often when you're working with clients? Um, I also hear I'm not going to be able to make enough money. I have no idea how I'm going to make as much money as this person. Mm. You know, I have no idea if this is going to work. I have no idea if people are going to actually get help from me, if they're going to like have results. Yeah. Like I'm like, I'm scared that they won't have results. I'm scared that I won't make money are two of the biggest things that I hear from my clients. And so how do you help them kind of navigate that? Because that really is mindset work at that point. It is. It's it's, it's such a huge um, mindset. It's mindset thing. So when I have clients like that, I'm always telling them to shift their mindset. You know, when I got out of co um, college, I had a six-figure debt. You know, I'm still paying off that debt. And if I stayed in that mindset that I wouldn't have been able to start paying it off. I would still be at point A and point B. You know, I was trying to run from the debt. You know, like, oh my God, I can't look at this. I can't look at it on the screen because it's so huge. It's taking over me. So I always talk about how big the mindset shift is. And once I was able to shift my mindset, I was able to pay off $10,000, $15,000 of the debt um, that I got from student loans. And I always tell my clients that if you believe that you can't, then it'd be hard for you to do it. So you have to really dive in, whether that's writing out 50 times a day, I can sell this product this many times. I can do this. I can, you know, I can and I will. Like continuously telling yourself, even if you don't believe it at first, if you keep telling yourself, you will eventually start to believe that you can. Yeah. And you will. The universe really does reward people that just show up. They do. Yes. Yes. Right. <laughs> like yep. that's half of the battle. It's just getting past the, oh my God, what are people going to think? What are they going to say? You know, and it's just like, who cares? This is not their journey. This is yours. Come on. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yes. You know, that's the whole word right there. Because people are so scared to show the world who they are when it's like, just be you. People are going to love you. Trust me. Just be real. Just who are you? Be that. Be that person because that's who people want to see. Your personal story is what people are going to gravitate towards. You know, everybody has a different story. Every, you know, we're not walking the same walk. And that's the beauty of it, that we have different, you know, personal finance bloggers, online entrepreneurs, and, you know, things of that nature, content creators that all have a different story that we can all get inspired um, with individually. Yeah. And I think it's such an important point to remind people of that because 
there's so much like comparison online. Like if you're looking at people that might be doing what you want to do, you might be saying to yourself like, oh, well, why am I going to do it? Why is anybody else going to care about this if everybody else is already doing it? And the reality of it is that nobody can do it like you. So that's, right. that's it. Like that's the only validation that you need. You can have 3 million people blogging, but they're not all going to be talking about what you're going to be talking about in the way that you talk about it from your personal experience. Like you are the expert in your personal experience. That's it. That's it. That's it. And I always think about like, I always think about like when you go into a grocery store, you don't just see one brand of bread. You see a ton of them, right? So that one brand, then look at the other brand, like I can't do this because there already, you know, is a, you know, some bread here. So I always look at it like that. Yeah, that's that's the perfect analogy. I love that. Okay, so as an entrepreneur, you already spoke about it, but self-care is like super important because burnout is real. Okay? It's so real. So I would love to know, <laughs> you being a mom, what does that look like, like from a self-care perspective? How do you build that into your life as a business owner? Yes. So it's so needed. Let me just say that first, because um, I feel like when you first starting out or, or even like when you're just growing a business, you could get so into just the swing of just getting everything prepared, getting stuff for Instagram, doing Pinterest posts and, you know, writing blog posts, doing video content. Um, I always um, connect with my husband and I say, okay, this week I'm going to have a me day. And that me day could just be sitting in my car <laughs> looking at Looking at my like my favorite TV show, just to unwind, you know, just to get away where it's quiet. Whatever that is for you, you have to make time for it because if you are burned out, you are not living and being your best self. Mm, absolutely. So true. All right. So what advice would you give to someone who is ready to launch their entrepreneurial dream, but is overwhelmed and just doesn't know where to start? Okay. I would say start with the basics you know, write out a list of all the things that you may want to accomplish within the next three months, six months, and go from there. Don't overthink. Don't make it like super, super big. Just start. Take it day by day and give yourself a rest to reset. Hmm. Excellent. Okay. What is your money mantra? That everything that you put out, you could get back in. So if you put out positivity, that's what you're going to get back in. I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Latasha, for people that want to find out more about you, find out more about Arts and Budget, where can we find you? You can find me at artsandbudgets.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at Arts and Budgets, Pinterest at Arts and Budgets, and Facebook at Arts and Budgets. Thank you so much for being here. I love this conversation. I love talking to fellow side hustle queens, and I cannot wait to continue to follow your journey and see everything that you accomplish uh, and I'm rooting for your success. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me. You are such an inspiration. Thank you. Thank you. I hope this episode inspires you to stop being scared and start that side hustle. Latasha shared a lot of motivational information and some wisdom about what it really takes to build a side hustle that you love. If I can leave you with a gem from this episode that stood out to me, it would be that right now is the perfect time to start. You have to show up for yourself, for your dreams, and put a little hustle into it. And you will be amazed at what you're able to accomplish when you stop being scared and start that side hustle. So until next time, stay motivated, stay inspired, stay creative, 
and stay poderosa. On the Yo Quiero Dinero podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general information purposes only and does not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Listeners should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liability with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liability for errors, inaccuracies, omissions or misleading or defamatory statements. Usage of this podcast and associated contents constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards... Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.